Hello, this is Reverend Erehe I'm glad to come to you through this medium. As you listen to the word of God today, I pray that you will be impacted, your life will be transformed, and you experience God. Kingdom blessings. Lift up your hands and let's begin to pray. Father, we thank you tonight. We bless you for another opportunity to share some thoughts. We pray, oh God, that you are going to open the heavens. Let the Spirit of God speak to us and teach us your word. We honor you, we glorify you, we magnify you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Great are you, Lord. Now, tonight we are going to be looking at covenant highways to business and personal financial empowerment. Covenant highways. Now, anytime I pick any topic, it doesn't matter where I'm picking it from. I always want to add the word supernatural to it because I believe that things that are outside the supernatural don't last for long. Now, you look around the world today, even in Ghana, with all the educated economies that we have, look at where we can find ourselves. And so it tells you there is always a limit to human strategy. But divine strategies are unlimited. And so as a church, we need to buy into divine strategy more than secular strategy. So in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, scripture speaking, it said, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth you power. I want you to give me more scriptures than myself. 
on the screen. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. So which simply means that you cannot get wealth until you are empowered. So you need to be empowered. Now the word that shall remember the Lord I God simply means you must reference him. And there is a reason for that. The reason being that there is a covenant of financial empowerment for every seed of Abraham. So no believer is supposed to be poor except you choose to be so. In Genesis chapter 17, verse 1 to 7, the Lord appeared to Abraham. He has already called him in chapter 12. Now by the time we got to chapter 17, he came the second time, but this one he came with a covenant of prosperity. He said to him that come from and walk before me and be blameless. And when you become blameless, he brought into verse 6 and he said, I'm going to give you a covenant of multiplication. Genesis 17, 6. I'm going to give you a covenant, but this covenant is a covenant I will make you exceedingly fruitful. And I will make nations of you and kings shall come out of thee. Verse 7. And I will establish my covenant between me and you. So empowerment for wealth happens on the basis of the covenant. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you in their generation for an everlasting covenant to be a goal to you and to your descendants. What covenants is it? We call it the El Shaddai covenant. I am the God Almighty El Shaddai. The unlimited God. The God with a big breast that can feed you onto the overflow. Now, so this is the covenant that the church works under. Now, when you come to verse 10, he said, I am going to seal this covenant with something that will run through your generations and nobody will be able to escape. So the covenant of prosperity is seen in everybody's life, but people don't watch. What is it? This covenant which you shall keep between me and you and your descendants after you, every male child born among you must be circumcised. So circumcision is a covenant of prosperity. It's not a medical something. What does he mean? Anytime you see any man's jackknife that has been circumcised, it means there is prosperity for you. So you don't need to look far. It's not something medical. People think, oh, some, some doctors sat down somewhere and they were thinking that, oh, a man must be circumcised. No. When God sees circumcision, he remembers the covenant of prosperity. Because he's talking about I will bless you exceedingly. He can suddenly change into something. So he said, every male born out of your house must be circumcised as a sign that I have a covenant of prosperity with my servant Abraham and his descendants. So every male personality, you have a covenant of, you have a covenant of prosperity right inside your body system. So it is something that cannot never be forgotten. But we have to understand, if God has entered into a covenant of prosperity with his children, 
How do we appropriate this covenant? You know, sometimes people are called, we pray for them, we prophesy for them. But what do I do? The first thing I want you to understand is that only God can make you prosperous. First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 11 and 12. First Chronicles 29, verse 11 and 12. Now, the Bible speaking talks about how powerful God is. How great God is. And then when he came to the verse number 12, he said, Blessings come from you. Prosperity come from you. So, you realize that God was claiming ownership. Sometimes, people outside the church, when they get some kobo kobo in their pocket, they say they don't need God. But the scripture says in John 3, 27, a man can receive nothing except it is given to him from above. Now, he said, both riches and honor come from you. Both riches and honor. And sometimes in the church, we have to let people understand. Because sometimes people skip church services with the mentality that they are looking for money. But you can't miss the owner of the money and get the money. You can't miss the source of the money and get the resource. When you miss the source, your resources are truncated. That's why many people have become ex-champions. He used to have, now he has it no more because they missed the point that God is the one that owes riches. Honor come from you. He said you reign over all. Power and might is in your hand. So serving God is not a waste of time. When you serve God, he will prosper you. You shall serve the Lord thy God. Exodus 23, 25 and 26. And he will bless your bread and your water. And he will take sicknesses away from. And he said, the number of your days you shall fulfill. God never leads backwards. He always leads forward. So when you follow him, you will always go forward in life. He got chapter 2 verse 8. He said, the silver is mine. And the gold is mine. God lays claim to all resources on earth. He is the blesser. And this blesser is self-dependent. It's not like Africa where anytime we draw budget, we are looking for somebody else to supply us the money so we can fulfill the budget. God is self-dependent, self-sustained, self-protected, self-standing, God can never be stranded with any policy or change in the economic sphere. He is the all-sufficient God. So when he says he can prosper you, you better shout amen and say, I believe it. God is the source of financial empowerment. 1 Corinthians 8.6 in the Amplified Version. He said, the Bible speaking in 1 Corinthians 8 says, the Bible says he's the source of all things. You can't miss the source and have resource. He is the source of all things. 1 Corinthians 8, 6 in the Amplified. He is the source of all things. So when you serve him, he prospers you. He blesses you. Psalm 24 verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything that is inside and outside, he is the source. Deuteronomy 28, 12. Deuteronomy, I'm laying the foundation for you to know where your source. 
Your uncle may give you something, but he is not a source. Your job may give you something. It is not a source. You can go to America and have something, but America is not a source. I've seen more homeless people sleeping in the street of Los Angeles than anywhere in the world. So there are poor people everywhere. But after this conference, you are jumping out of the list of the poor and joining the list of the prosperous. Lift your hand and say, my father is the source of all riches. So which means he's the only one who can empower anybody. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12. The day I read that scripture, I was so excited. Deuteronomy 28 verse 12. What does the Bible say? The Lord will open for you his good treasure. God has a bank in heaven. The heavens to give you rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hands. So hard work alone does not prosper people. It is blessed work that prospers people. You can work hard and live a very hard life. He has to bless the work of your hands. And you will learn unto many nations and thou shall not borrow. This is the scripture that damaged my mentality for borrowing forever till today. The Lord shall open unto you his good treasure. So, if you are looking for financial empowerment, then subscribe as a covenant partner with God. Subscribe as a covenant partner with God. It is his blessing that makes rich. Proverbs 10, 22. It is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich. He had no sorrow with it. So Abraham left his father's house in Genesis chapter 12. By the time we got to Genesis 13, 2, only one chapter later, the Bible said Abraham became very rich in silver, in cattle, and gold. After this conference, that will be somebody's testimony. But a very important question I want to answer tonight. Why does God bless? Ask your friend, why does God bless? Because see, many have gotten that thing wrong. Why does God bless? We have to understand why he empowers us for wealth. Else, very soon we will dry out. Why? Many people, oh, God will bless you. God will bless you. Why? Now, in 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 3, the richest man that ever lived is the man called Solomon. He was blessed on the platform of deep love for God. The Bible said, and Solomon loved the Lord. 1 Kings 3, 3. And the love drove him to a place of sacrifice. Verse 4. He sacrificed a thousand burnt offering. Follow the sequence. Verse 5. The Lord appeared to him. The Lord appeared to him. And he said, Solomon, ask me what you want. And then Solomon started talking, blah, blah, my father David, whatever you have shown us, mercy. When you get to verse 13, even though Solomon asked for wisdom, the Lord said to him, in verse 13, I'm going to add riches. And I will bless you to the point that nobody in your generation or after you shall be blessed. Solomon woke up the next day. He was a multimillionaire. In the realm of the natural, it takes time. But when God wants to give you supernatural wealth, it's just a moment. It can happen in a moment. And I prophesy over somebody. After this prosperity conference, people will see that your sleeping place has changed. Your driving machine has changed. 
and your eating place has changed. Solomon continued to walk in blessings until his heart changed. As long as his heart followed the Lord, he was blessed beyond limit. When we read 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 21, 22, 23, the Bible said, all drinking vessels in Solomon's house were made of gold. In the days of Solomon, silver and gold became like stones in Jerusalem. The man was so loaded. He, had, he built 12,000 houses for his drivers, which means how many drivers did Solomon have? The man was so blessed. But by the time we got to 1 Kings 11, verse 1 to 7, the Bible said the many wives that Solomon married turned his heart away from the Lord. And the verse 7 says, he built one temple for God, but he built many shrines for his girlfriends. Purpose of world has changed. When God blessed him, he built a temple. All of us know about Solomon's temple. But what you don't know is that that's not the only temple he built. He now began to build temples for every girlfriend that he had. Every wife that he had. And he has a thousand. He built one temple for God and built shrines. And the Bible said God became angry with Solomon. Question, what do you use your money to do? Because he's the one that empowers us. The day the focus of your finance changes, resources will be chopped off. Solomon later ended up in shrines. He built only one temple. Now, ICGs have many churches to build. We are building this one. Many village churches. Many new churches are being started. Last Sunday, I was, I was doing something in the church to roof two churches in villages. Roof two churches. Building other ones. That is what we use our money for. If you want wealth to continue with you, have a kingdom dream. Without a kingdom dream, there is no financial boom. You want to experience financial boom, have a kingdom dream. If God gives you one million dollars, what will be the list on your scale of preference? Are you going to buy the latest wig? Are you going to add another house to the many houses you have? What about the house of God? This is the reason why People's finances have been truncated. And so, we come back to the question. Why does God bless? Number one, to establish his covenant of fruitfulness. God will not just bless you because he wants you to do so. There is a covenant. Deuteronomy 8.18. It is he that giveth you power. That he may establish his covenant. The question, what is the covenant? The covenant he gave to Abraham. He said, I will multiply you exceedingly. And this shall be the covenant. So he has promised us that he will multiply us. So anytime God gives you money, he is fulfilling his promise. And that promise will be fulfilling the life of every believer in the year 2023. No matter who is the government. No matter who is standing. No matter who is sitting. And no matter who is going. May the covenant of prosperity be established in your life. God has a covenant with you to bless you. Number two, most important thing I want to emphasize. God blesses us to promote his kingdom. 
the promotion of his kingdom. Zechariah 1.17. He said, my city through prosperity shall yet spread abroad. So anytime God is blessing you, he is looking at how you can use that wealth to expand his kingdom. Building churches, supporting crusade, whatever. Anything that has to do with the church. That's the number one. Kingdom promotion. Luke chapter 8 verse 1 to 3. Now we are told in Luke 8 1 to 3 that certain women wow certain women followed Jesus' ministry and it came to pass after all that he went through every city and village preaching the glad tidings of the kingdom of God and the twelve who were with him and then he mentioned his name and certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Mandali, out of whom seven devils came out. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod was, and Susanna, and many others who provided for him from their substances. They used their money to promote the kingdom. I remember when church is starting. We started a church in some small place. There is no instruments. I'm driving my BMW, white color. And then I went to visit somebody. And in that meeting, I had a testimony about somebody saying, you can give a car as a seat to the Lord. I said, hey, people are giving cars. I stood up from that meeting and said, this car, you are gone. I'm not going to use this car anymore. So I came to church and I said, I've offered my car to the Lord. Let's sell it and use it for the church business. For four years, I didn't have a car to drive. But now, I have many cars to drive. Don't eat your future today. If you know you have not seeded the gospel enough, don't start spending. It will end you in poverty. You must get to a place, when you are calculating your wealth, you see that you have spent more on the kingdom than on yourself. Why? Matthew says 33, Seek ye first, the kingdom and all other things shall be added unto you. I gave the BM. I got a Mercedes Benz. I sold it. I gave it to church again. You know, church is always on the project. I got another Mercedes. I gave it to church again. I got another one. I gave it again and again and again. And I, there is no year that comes that we don't give cars out as a seed. Why? Every seed we sow will be multiplied back again and again and again and again and again. If the shoe you are wearing is suffering, it means you don't sow shoe seed. If your shirt is suffering, you don't sow shirt seed. Everything you want to multiply, and I'm not talking to you about economics. Me, those, those realms, I don't want to go there. Because what I've seen in the supernatural realm, economics cannot compare to it. So I'm talking to you about the supernatural way to prosper. You get the supernatural first and use economics to manage it. What is the use of an accountant who doesn't have money to count? Find a way to get it first. Secular methods are failing. We need to come back to the covenant method. The covenant method. So, everybody in the church must be a kingdom promoter. Psalm 122 verse 9. He said, they that seek the good of thy house. So you come to church. What is happening in the church? 
It's not everything that we have to raise funds for. When people become kingdom addicts, they just release without being called for. Seeking the good of his house empowers you for wealth. You need a kingdom dream. You must be committed to building churches, partnering with soul winning programs. One of the richest Pentecostals that is living today is the man called David Green. David Green is now worth 15, I think 15 billion dollars. Ordinary guy started selling um, this kind of trinkets that we put on our hands and carvings in his garage and began to tight out of it. The name of his company is Hobby Lobby. And the name the American calls him, they call him the biblical millionaire. How did Hobby Lobby move from a garage to become a global conglomerate? He tells you he did it through Titan. Tomorrow we'll talk about that. Today's introduction. Recently, when they were playing the American ball game, where about 100,000 people gathered, and others were watching on television, David Green, the biblical millionaire, went and paid for a one-minute advert that during the break time, they should show the advert of Jesus. And he paid millions. And by the time they finished playing the advert, just one minute, over 300 million people in America, they've heard about Jesus once again. One biblical millionaire made a lot of difference. And right now, he has a project. He and some of his friends, they are raising $100 million. And do you know the purpose of the project? Making Jesus popular in America again. They are going to raise billboards. They are going to go. Because in the Super Bowl, you can't do advert. The people advertising there are homosexuals. People wearing bikinis. Why? The church is broke. So there are places of influence we cannot go. But in 2023, it should change in your own. In your... I didn't hear amen. I said it is going to change. Ladies and gentlemen, if you truly love God, you will wish the church gets a lot of money. I was telling Pastor Eric, 31st, where he has taken his whatever to. He speaks a lot. When the Dr. Otaba takes control of the Accra Sports Stadium and feels it, not football, though, Jesus, he speaks a lot to the world. Politicians are shaking in their panties because they are afraid of numbers. But when we are broke, there are things we cannot do. For the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ, I decree over your life, your days of poverty is over. I didn't hear him and I said, your days of poverty is over. Listen. We have a global gospel. We can, we can preach it locally. Matthew 24, 14, Jesus said, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached all over the world. We got to preach it on television. Preach it on the radio. Take over the TikTok. Take over the, uh, the, the YouTube. Everywhere. I remember before Prophet T.B. Joshua died. He was the number one subscriber on YouTube with one million subscribers. One day, in his meeting, 
Somebody came and the person was demon possessed. And you know, like as I'm preaching, I don't know what is going to happen. The person just started shouting all over the place. I'm a lesbian, I'm a lesbian. Then he shouted, come out. You two people saw it. And they said, ah, why should a man cast out demon out of a homosexual? And they cut him off. Somebody who was on their number one list. What about if the church have its own YouTube channel? What about if YouTube belongs to a believer? Will such a thing happen? That's why you must be empowered. That's why you must be empowered. That's why the church must be empowered. That's why we must be empowered for the sake of the end time gospel. And I command every demon of poverty in your house. They are leaving you tonight. They are leaving your business tonight. They are leaving the church tonight. Before, before you will see such beautiful things in the church, except in the disco. But we are taking over. Somebody shout, we are taking over. So, tell yourself, my money is kingdom money. Say, say, my money is kingdom money. It is at that level that God, don't be happy with the kobo kobo in your pocket. Because money is in dimensions. Many years ago, I was flying my first flight to London, and the flight was called Afrikia Airways. I sat in Africa always, airborne to Libya. And the plane was jacking me like a Trotsky that I was sitting inside. Choco, choco, chaka, choco. Ah. We got to Libya in the middle of the night. And then we said we wanted water. They said, no, 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 if you don't have Libyan money, they, they, they are not going to give us water. And then he said, how many hours do we have to go? One and a half hours. Okay, no problem. When we sit in the plane, we may get some water to drink. And then the plane that is supposed to take her from Libya to London. I thought it was the same Africa. It carried the same name, but different fashion. That is when I saw four men are not respected. They brought the trotro one to carry us from Accra to Libya. But from Libya to London, they brought a brand new one without shaking. Anywhere you have been disgraced because of poverty. After this empowerment conference, I see you coming out. I see you coming out. The bigger your amen, the bigger your financial breakthrough. I see you coming out. So the next time I didn't use Africa, I bought another plane. But still, I was at the back. People were passing me, going to the toilet. Passing me, going to the toilet. I fell asleep. And I woke up and I said, where is my food? They said, food time is over. Well, food time is over. I didn't know that inside that same plane there are classes. Until one day I met a friend. And I'm talking to him. I said, where do you, where do you sit? He said, at the top, upper deck. I said, there is an upper deck. I will come and visit you. So the plane took off. And then we were going. And I said, let me go and check my friend. I climbed the upper deck. I met a white lady. He said, sir, where are you going? And I said, I have a brother. He said, no, no, no. You, you don't have the ticket to that place. I said, mama, is it not the same cabin that we are all inside? He said, no, 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 you, you cannot climb. I came back to sit down. But I didn't give up because I'm a man of determination. After the plane took off and people have eaten and they were sleeping, the woman was also sleeping. So I bypassed her and I went into the business class cabin. When I got there, my friend was sleeping, his two children are sleeping. I said, my God, my eyes have seen something. Where I'm sitting, we stand sleep. Here, you lie down to sleep. Lord, the next time I'm traveling, you must change my level. <laughs> Somebody's level will change today. 
So the next time a friend of mine invited me, you know, I'll pray the prayer. I said, whatever my eyes have seen, my hands will handle it. He sent me the ticket. I'm now checking. I saw the price. I said, ah, there are many zero zeros. And I checked my seat numbers. Mm -mm, this one is not close to the toilet. I check inside. They say, now you are a business class passenger. I say, from today, where I step, I'm not going back. If human beings sit in this cabin, I am now an automatic passenger in this place. You know, every prayer you pray, God will hear you. From that day, I never went back to the, uh, the Kobolo place. At least glory to God. That is our starting point. The next time I met a great man of God at the airport, he said, Kojo, when the plane takes off, come and see me. As I'm in the business class, where again is this man? Then I'm going to look for him. No, no, there is a first class. So the plane now took off. As somebody is laughing, your level is changing after this conference. The plane now takes off. And then we are going and I say, I look at the business class. I can't see him. And then I asked, they said, there's another class. I said, boy, oh boy. I went into that class, only about eight people. And they are wearing pajamas and they are sleeping. I said, some of us brought our seat to remove some people got pajamas here. Lord, next time, this is going to be my level. If you don't have a desire, <laughs> but in the name of the Lord Jesus, whichever level this conference met you, after tonight, tap your neighbor and say, we are changing level. Oh, you are going to do more for God. You are going to do more for God. You are going to move into higher places. You are going to climb. Pastor Rick, next time, hey, hey. I'm in the first class. Boy, sat down there quietly. White lady came. Said, do you care for some tea? I care for everything. <laughs> this time, she brought a tray with earthenware. They didn't miss the tea for me. I have to miss it myself. In the other cabin, we use rubber spoons. Here, metal golden spoons. As soon as I sat down to drink my first class tea, the plane began to shake. I said, today, you can shake. Whatever you can do, you can do. Here, I'm not changing. I thought that was all. Last year, I was there. A friend of mine visited me. He said, let's go to Tamale. I said, how? He said, I brought a private jet. I said, wow. So, when are we going to arrive? He said, we can go at any time and come back at any time. Oh, yeah, make we go. I don't need to carry anything. Make we go now. Sat inside this plane, only the two of us. He said, what do you want? I said, I want a bar, Nigerian food. Air hoster came. Only two of us with two air hosters. Life is in levels. After this conference, somebody will change level from where you are. If you used to give 1,000 as an offering, it will become 5,000 as a time. Don't stay where you are because life is in level. Stretch yourself. Pastor Eric is talking about 20 years. We were struggling in those 20 years. But revelation came. Some people think when they come to the pastor is just shouting. Now listen to me. What I'm preaching to you is light. Eh? The more the light, the more speed you can have. The greater the light, the greater the speed. After this conference, may the Lord give you speed.
May the Lord give you speed. Number three reason why God blesses is to what? Make you a blessing to your world. God will bless you so you can put laughter in the face of poor people. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. I will bless you and thou shalt be a blessing. If you are not ready to be a blessing, forget about empowerment. Proverbs 28, 27. It says, he that gives to the poor lends unto the Lord. And the Lord, so remember, you cannot be at the same level. You need to go up so you can help people at your present level. He who gives to the poor will never lack. He who gives to the poor will not lack. But he who hides his highs will have many a curse. God wants to bless you that you can be a blessing. Somebody shout, I'm going to be a blessing. One day I was there, very, a very nice lady came to me. He came crying. I said, what is the problem? He said, Pastor, I'm in level 300 in Legon. I'm pregnant. I said, what? Who made you pregnant? He mentioned the name of one politician. I said, how? How did the man make you pregnant? He said, Pastor, it's my mother that pushed me to this man. That she can't pay my school fees. This time you don't pray. So I said, what will I do for you to forget this man so you can concentrate? He said, then the school fees you have to pay. I said, pick your phone. She picked. I said, delete the man's number. From today, I'm going to pay your school fees till you finish school. This kind of situation, you don't pray. You pay. In the name of the Lord Jesus, whatever you need to pay that you are praying over, now God is going to empower you to get into the place where you are going to secure the security of the poor. I said, tell your mother you are not following that man anymore. The lady deleted the number. By the grace of God, I don't know whether positive or negative, the pregnancy goes for. Few weeks ago, I was, I was there when she came to the pastor. By the grace of God, this year, June, I'm graduating without any sugar daddy. Woo! Somebody clap your hands for the Lord. May the Lord make you a blessing to the poor. A blessing, a blessing, a blessing, a blessing. Some of you must start giving scholarships from primary school level. Small, small, small. That's the impact of the church. Sometimes people will follow you to church not because you preach, but because you give them something. Yes. So God will bless us so we can bless the needy and the poor. And number four, to enjoy life. Somebody say to enjoy life. How many of you here, you are a parent, you want to see your children wearing tattered clothes? Never. Never. When you go to some of these international schools and the children are passing, you look at the dressing of the children, you can know whether they are from East Legon or Circle. So even if human beings have the wisdom to differentiate between their children, you see some little girl, three years old, you look the way they plated the hair with different rainbow colored bees. My God. You look at little girls where they've been starched. Little girl shoe with Gucci signs. And then another one come from the class. Put holes at the back of the wherever. You begin to decipher whose father is this one. Whose child is this one. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Because of God's testimony. He will prosper you. So wherever you go. You can be a good and a great representation of the God of the universe. The God who has all the blessings in the world. From today, those who have not traveled, you will travel before the end of the year. 
wherever men have been you have not been there you will be there before the end of the year first timothy 6 17 many years ago we were invited we were three black guys to beckingham palace now we got to beckingham palace at that time osama bin laden has bombed america very fresh so everything has changed now you see this British soldiers who stand there like iron rod without movement. And because I was a black boy, all the white people were outside the gate. And the three of us had entered. When they saw our color, they said, hey, stop here. I said, sir, why are you stopping me? Check your book. The man removed the book. He checked my name was it. He shifted, bam, bam. You can go. I went to Queen Elizabeth's secretary's office. And the man said, nobody takes picture here. But before he said, I've already taken 10. <laughs> How can I come from Aswansi and get to Beckingham Palace? And you are telling me I shouldn't take picture. When I go to Ghana, what will be my testimony? And they brought us real British crackers. Before the man who say, eat, one crackers is finished. Because when the angels test the water, whosoever first step into it, tonight I see some financial waters. Be there. I want you to shake yourself out of poverty. I want you to shake yourself out of clutching. I want you to shake yourself. Don't apologize to anybody. Heaven is a place of stupendous wealth. Can I tell you something? There is no poverty on earth, oh. Everywhere you see poverty, men created the poverty. Look at the politicians. When they get the money, they will not do what they are supposed to do. They will keep the money and share it within elections. After you vote for them, you return back to your poverty. So poverty is humanly created. The Bible said, after God created everything, he said, behold, it was very good. Now, recently, I was doing some analysis, and I discovered, committees here, he said, as a, a, a um, worship man, I discovered that the angels that surround the throne of God, worshiping, holy, holy, kados, kados, santo, 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 worshiping alone, their number is 100 trillion. 100, 100 trillion angels circulating only the throne. Their number is 14 times the number of human beings on earth. Now, if these angels, every one of them have accommodation in heaven, what is the space in heaven? We are only 7.5. God has a hundred trillion angels. Not all the angels. So those, only his praise and worship. Tim, hundred trillion. God is too big for you to think poverty around him. God is too big. Tonight, I damage every mentality of poverty around your life. If you can change your mind, God will change your pocket. If you can change your mind, God will change your pocket. If you can change your mind, God will change your pocket. So 1 Timothy 6, 17, what does he say? He said, charge them who are rich not to be high-minded. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. From today, you are going to enjoy life. I say, from today, you are going to enjoy life. And then number five, he empowers us financially to have dominion. 
so that we will not we will not we will not bend down our head when we meet our classmates in town. When you come to this church premises, it's Lagos. They say they have nice houses. They should come here. This place is nicer. It's not like a Zongo in a city. No. It's like Beverly Hills in America. Dominion. Proverbs 22 7. You know, God thinks about many things. He doesn't wish you poor, and you'll never be poor again. This is the scripture that got me angry to fight the case of poverty. Everybody read it on the board. Ready, go. Uh -huh. I can't hear those of you at the back. The rich and the borrower. So now, are you the rich or you are the borrower? Choose a position right now. Are you the rich or you are the borrower? So money gives you dominion. And from today, you are having dominion. You are having dominion. First Kings chapter 4 verse 21. The Bible says Solomon controlled all the lands. He was a man of dominion. <laughs> Sometimes when you are building a church in the city, they say, no, 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 no. no. Take the church very far. I say, no. Wherever human beings are, a church must be there. Take the church outskirts where you are, the city, you can't build a church. I say, no. Those that have houses in the city, they are not chimpanzees. Solomon had dominion. From today, I pray for all the ladies. You are going to exercise dominion. I pray for all the men. You are going to exercise dominion. Financial empowerment is for dominion. When African leaders go to United Nations and Donald Trump is talking, the room is full. Everybody is there listening. Donald Trump or any American president. When it gets to our tent, empty room, and even those that are sleeping. What is African leader coming to say? He came to beg for money. Somebody shall mercy. So we don't have dominion. That's why we are here. Somebody came with his husband and told us to marry ladies. Ladies should marry ladies. Men should marry men. Because we don't have dominion. What they are not doing, they say we should do. When you lack financial dominion, you live like a slave. But because Jesus has liberated us by redemption, everything that makes you poor today by the blood of Jesus, it is arrested from your family. It is arrested from your business. It is arrested from the church. So we are giving dominion. That's why God wants to empower the church. Solomon had dominion over a large area. The next thing I want to answer, how does God empower for wealth? When God wants to empower you for wealth, what does he do? You need to understand. Number one, he gives you divine ideas. There are four things. You begin to think in a dimension. Divine ideas. That gives you competitive advantage in life. In Genesis chapter 30 verse 39 to 43, Jacob came out of slavery and poverty in Laban's house because an angel of the Lord gave him an idea of business. And he became the first veterinary doctor, Dr. Jacob. Later they asked him, 
How did you come out of this man's wickedness? He said, an angel of the Lord appeared to me and showed me. He said, take polar trees, cut it into a design, put it in the knitting trough, and when the animals come to drink water, the reflection of the design will be the next babies they are going to produce. My God, that didn't work. And the Bible said, Jacob became very prosperous. I pray tonight, when you go to sleep, may heaven drop one idea to you that will turn you from a local person into a global celebrity. Somebody shout, I receive divine ideas. This puppet is an idea. The olden day puppet was not shining like this. This thing is an idea. We used to use cardboard and then we painted colors. Ideas. Everybody can come out of poverty. One idea from heaven. And I want you to know the headquarters of ideas is in heaven. I was in Miami, Florida, and I met a friend of mine, and we are discussing about our encounters in heaven. And in heaven, we discovered there are so many rooms. And one of the places God privileged us to enter was heaven's department of architecture. We got there, we saw designs of building plans drawn that are about to be released on earth. So when we were building our church, a young guy came from Togo. The church was being built around 2016. This guy came from Togo. He has never been in Ghana before. He was one of the masses. He said, Pastor, when I was in Togo in 2013, I saw this building in my dream. And I said, at that time, we have not even come to circle. We don't even have a design. He said, I saw this building in my dream. And thank God I'm part of those buildings. Bishop Eric didn't end there. This Nigerian guy came to Accra to stay in Accra. The car landed him at Newtown. And then he got connected to a building agent. The man said, I will give you a room. So today he said tomorrow. Today he said tomorrow. One morning the man came to pick him. And he brought him to Kwame Nkrumah Circle. So they are moving around. When they got to in front of NS Chemist, the man told him, I'm no more going to look for you. Go by yourself. So this guy, without any direction, began to walk. This way, our church is this way. The man dropped him here. He walked this way, and then he passed this way, and he passed this way, and he landed this way. He was coming. When he saw the building, he said, ah, Chineke. This is the building I saw in Nigeria. So he went to my pastor and he said, can I work on this building? They said, no, 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 no. We have too many workers. Go and come back the next day. The next day the guy was there. And then my pastor intentionally gave him a round pillar to plaster. They used the whole day to plaster that round pillar. The guy used three hours to plaster it. He said, I saw this building in Nigeria. And he worked on the building until we finished to the last minute. Don't think where you are, God can't do anything about your situation. Maybe you are the next Elon Musk. You are the next Zuckerberg. You are the next whatever. Lift your hands and catch some divine idea. Anybody laughing at you, it is too late. Before you wake up tomorrow morning, a divine idea will hit your life. And the idea will be translated. Wealth is an issue of idea. And when the heavens open, God prospers us, not only giving us physical money, divine idea. Number two way, he empowers us, divine direction. Why did Pastor Eric come to his Lagos? He's from Lavadi. Divine direction. And for you to know that the man was directed by God, you see 
The land is not flowing with milk and honey. Direction. People are suffering poverty because they are in the wrong places doing the wrong things. He said to Elijah, rise up and go to Zarephath. First Kings chapter number 17 verse 8. I have commanded a widow woman. He will feed you for three and a half years. If Elijah did not go to Zarephath and he went to Nineveh, he would die in poverty. Blessings are located in places. So when God wants to bless you, he will direct you. Sometimes you meet a person. You go to a special place. He helps you to know where to encounter blessings. Genesis 26, 1 to 14. Direction. You can't remove direction from blessings. <laughs> never, 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 never. Many years ago, I wanted to go to America. I won American lottery. The day I was going for interview, I drank communion. And I prayed. They still refused me. My main idea was to go and work in McDonald's. Look at me, man of God. I didn't know anything. I want to be a McDonald's worker. Man of God selling bread. They rejected me. Another time they came to call me that I've won the lottery again. Say, please, take it. Carry your family members to go. That's not my destiny. Today we go to America and come any day we want. Fly any class. If I was selling McDonald's, bread would have eaten me today. Anybody in the wrong place doing the wrong business. Maybe that's why you are suffering. You need to be where God wants you to be and be doing what God wants you to do. Don't, don't deceive yourself. Don't think everybody that goes to America, you alone will go, will sell you there. Divine direction. God must direct you. He said, Jacob said, Lord, I'm going to Egypt. He said, boy, don't go to Egypt. Stay here, Genesis 26. I will be with you and I will bless you. Verse 12, the Bible said, Isaac saw in the land. And in the same year. Now, watch out something. The land was not producing for Abimelech, but it produced for Isaac. Why? Divine direction. Anytime you are where God wants you to be, sometimes even as ministers, we think it's everywhere we can prosper. Never, 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 never. Even in churches, it's not everywhere you are supposed to be. So if God has brought you to ICGC, sister, enjoy. Stay here. The man saw in the land. And in the same year, he reaped a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And I like the verse 13 in the New King James. He said, the man began to prosper and continued to prosper. Oh, that's, that's, I like it. The man began to prosper. Being in the right. So, God doesn't put money in your hands. Hey, go to Ajengano. Sometimes it's just a feeling. You have to follow those things. Don't joke. Maybe there is a billionaire standing at a junction. One of my ladies, I like to give testimonies. She was pregnant. Today, she is number two event organizer, the whole Ghana. Young girl, less than 40 years old. How did it happen? She had a problem with his husband. The husband traveled. You see, when men leave you, it doesn't mean God has left you. You got to know that. Some people, little broken heart, they will cry all their life about broken heart. Maybe they broke your heart so that God will mend your heart and give you a brand new heart. Don't take things off course. Don't 
Were you there? Your problem is not the presence of people. The presence of God is the greatest thing you ever need in your life. The lady will tell every friend, take me to China. And you know, Ghanaians, when they prosper in a place, they will show you. When we can't take you, we can't tell you. He said, I'll go by myself. He came to see me, drop a seat, I'll pray for him. Pastor Eric, the lady got to Emirate, Dubai Airport, sitting down. He talked to every Ghanaian, they, want, they don't want to mind her. And then she went to the washroom. When she came, a woman was sitting there with Ghana flag around her neck. And the woman said, my dear, are you going to China? He said, yes. Have you been there before? He said, no. I said, watch over my bag. I want to also wee and come. The woman came back and the woman said, I am going to Japan. But because you are pregnant, I will drop you in China and help you for you to do all your, your shopping. Then I will continue to go to Japan. Look at something. The lady followed this woman. They go to China and the hotel was fully booked. The woman says, I've been here. I have a, an automatic room. Then the woman got the room, put the lady there, only one room. The, the woman said, you sleep on the bed, I will sleep on the floor. What? I am the owner of the room. The lady's name starts with D. He slept there. The next day, you know, for you to hire an interpreter, every day is $150. The woman said, no, I'm going to interpret for you. I said, the woman spent two weeks with my girl. Two weeks going to town, coming, until the lady finished all the shopping. When they finished, the, the woman said, now you can go to Ghana. And I am also an importer. When you get to Ghana, I will also do all the custom duties for you. So, the, the lady came to Ghana. The woman, he called the woman. The woman said, send some money. The money that he told her to send, he sent only half. The woman went to the port, brought all the things to this, my daughter. And then he gave her a number. He said, he stayed he stay somewhere, place in East Legon here. It's been five years now we've been calling the woman. Her phone has never gone. The money was left is $6,000. We can't get the woman, so $6,000 for free. The lady now has become one of the biggest. Somebody that the husband left and she has no job. One divine direction. Go to China. I don't know anybody there. Go! I will send somebody. Somebody is meeting. You know, after today, we don't see the woman. My man also, there is another area here called, is it water, water something? Lakeside. We've searched the whole lake. <laughs> We've searched the whole lake. The lady now is one of the most prosperous. He just built a house. And you know the good news. The husband that left, went to America, have now seen money has come. He has, he has returned. Anybody that left you, in the days when you were struggling, you are about to be empowered. They shall return. Tap your friend and say, they shall return. So watch out for direction. In this empowerment season, Pastor, yesterday I had a dream, but I've forgotten. Hey, hey, you cannot forget. You cannot forget. I got another lady in the church. He studied up to master's degree nursing in Australia. Came to Ghana. Then everything was going busy bazaar. One day after church, he dropped a seed of hundred dollar. That night he had a dream. Somebody told her in the dream. Do you know how to work with maize? He said, me, I'm a nurse. Maize? And the person said, Se wo ton e bura obeye melonea. 
Now, do you know what it means to go to school in abroad and they say, so the lady, a diabetes, a broad type of bear, and meet him at home. Let me start a popcorn business. Pastor Eric, in one month, the lady got money he didn't get all the days that he was doing. Now, he's able to supply a whole stadium of popcorn. She has also become a millionaire. What are you looking at? For you in particular, there is one direction. And I pray, before Sunday, people are catching divine directions. I said, people are catching divine directions. Who did he say amen? I said, somebody is going to catch a divine direction. Recently, I had a vision. I was in 27-day fast. I came in Saturday, I just hit my bed. Instantly, my eye opened. I saw an angel. This angel is wearing a military uniform. Ceremonial, that red one with golden designs. But there are diamonds all over his body. When he moved, the diamonds fall on the floor. And it will be glistening. And I'm standing, I'm watching. Now the man now goes down and pick his fingers like this. And he will do, he will move. And then it will make a sound. And the diamonds are sparkling. He will weigh the diamond. And then he will weigh the weight of the diamond. And I'm watching. And he will do that and look at me. When he finishes, he looked at me and he said, I am, the, I am an angel that walks over money. He walked and passed. Boy, since that day, I entered another dimension. Money is a spirit. Will you tell somebody for me? <laughs> you know, many Christians don't believe it. If you don't believe, I will show you how you believe. Sure. All these people you see, CEO, CWW. In the night, go to their room and see shrines. Is it not wonderful that almost all these top most men belong to a secret society? Look at a Freemason, you have free free things. People are, you see, those of us are, oh, have for money, you work hard. What hard work have you to do? It's a spirit. So they believe. So it is it that gives you power. Until that power moves on your behalf, you won't get it. They kill people. We don't need to kill people. We have to just practice the covenant. Put your hands together for the Lord. Practice the covenant. <laughs> Many years ago, a man rose up in Ghana here. Became very rich. But before the riches came, a man of God told me he's going to see somebody, so I should follow him. It was in that afternoon, so we went. We go to this man's office. He has come back from lunch, and he's, he said he has gone to eat a Kakra. He was using toothache. He was doing like this, like this, like this. And then the man that went to me said, oh, we came here for a loan. Then the man said in tree, so for He said, yes. He said, that day, I don't want to mention that man's name. It's too popular. I told the man, let us go. Thank God this man has recognized us. There was something behind that money. And all the people that collected loan from there, whatever they use as collateral, they never got it back. Don't play with your life. After this empowerment, any spirit sitting on your prosperity, any spirit sitting on your prosperity, I see you getting it back, getting it back, getting it back, getting it back. Lift your hand and shout, I am empowered.
Number three way God prospers us. And I like this point. I'm closing. Divine favor. What will favor do? It attracts gifts. Gifts. Dan Gote will tell you his uncle gave him a gift of money. That is the beginning of his riches. Gifts. When God wants to favor you, when God wants to bless you, he put favor, the favor attracts goodness. The favor flavors your life. When people see you, they open doors for you. When people see you, they give you opportunity. Joseph, by favor, received a coat of many colors, my God. So in Genesis 39, 21, the Bible said, Joseph, even in prison, was favored. Israel left Egypt with great wealth. Why? Exodus 3, 21. And the Lord gave them favor. I know you are educated, but you need favor, my God. Oh, I know you are beautiful, but you need favor. Certain doors may never open until there is favor. One of the ladies in our church who does medicure and pedicure. You know this medicure and pedicure. You have 50 cities. It's like going out between your 50 cities. But the other places, five cities, ten cities. So this lady was working for a TV station. Now one day she met three old men who have come on the set. And when we are coming on television, those of you who don't know, we paint our face. So this lady went and painted their face. And he left. Tuesday service is coming to church. And then once he left, the people began to sweat once they were in the studio. So one old man, 70 years, he said, ah, why is the lady that did the makeup for her? They said, the lady is going to church. Call her. The man said, a hey, beautiful lady like you still go to church in the evening? The lady did another makeup for them. The man said, give me your number. And the lady left. The next day, 12 o'clock, the man called. He said, my daughter, somebody she has met only once. So. My daughter, can you come to Kimpiski? He said, my friends have come from... My business partners have come. I want you to introduce you to them as my new daughter. This girl went to Kimpiski. Three old, old men. In case you are thinking about something, they are old, old men. The man said, this is the daughter I got yesterday. They introduced, introduced you. When he finished, he said, take this one for transport. The lady put it in her bag. Transport there, maybe 100 Ghana, or 50 or abroad, or 500. The lady came in the night, never opened the envelope. After the bath, wash away the mascara and everything. She now opened her bag. He opened the brand with 10,000 pounds. Do we use 10,000 pounds to even, even look at even now how you are shouting? Do we use 10,000 pounds for Laurie Fair? You are about to get some financial breakthrough. You are about to get some financial deposit. I declare favor is going to work. After this conference, favor. Somebody shall favor. Somebody shall favor. Somebody shall favor. Favor, favor. When God wants to bless you, no matter how educated you are, you need favor to open a door for you. Sometimes you watch the football game. Everybody is a good player. So who will play? Favor. 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 God will never bless you minus favor. Now after he has now given you divine idea, divine direction, and favored you, you are going to attract jealousy. So the next thing he does, divine protection. He protects the blessing. <laughs> Psalm 50 verse 14 and 14 and 15. Job 22, 25. Let me go to Job 22, 25. 
He said, and the Lord Almighty shall be thy defense. Job 22, 25. And thou shalt have plenty of silver. Until your investment is protected, you cannot have plenty. Yea, the Almighty will be your goal. No, no, give it to old King James. Defense shall be your defense. You will defend one and one will become two and two will become three. Because if you are gaining and losing at the same time, you can't be rich. Yea, the Almighty shall be thy defense. May nobody take what belongs to you even as we are talking. God will protect you because anytime you start getting blessed, you, you stay envy. And in the year 2023, anyone who doesn't want to see you blessed, they are going down whilst you are going up. When God defends you, the Bible says you shall have plenty of silver. Let's conclude. What is the capital key into divine wealth? The covenant of seed time and harvest. Seed time and harvest. I give you three scriptures we close. Number one, Zechariah 8, 12. Be a seed sower. Pastor, but what about hard work? We work to get we get to give. We give to live. If you say you are working to live, you have changed the equation. If you work to live, it's hand to mouth. You work to give. God multiply what you give. Then you live and then you live in the overflow. The seed shall be prosperous. There are three words you need to underline here. Number one, seed. Number two, ground. He said, the seed shall be prosperous. The ground will give increase and heaven will give deal. Then the people will possess. Go back to the scripture. So without a seed, no one can prosper. Your seed is your key to financial freedom. The seed. Plant it, don't eat it. Many people eat their seed. Then when you plant it, the ground will give increase. Because heavens will reign over it. So make sure in your life you become a seed sower. There are many Christians, they only spend money, expenses upon expenses upon expenses upon expenses. In my life, one day I vow, I say, I won't eat money, I will sow money. I won't eat money, I will sow money. So as I'm standing here, everything I'm wearing, I didn't buy. I, there's nothing I, everything, the one I'm wearing, the one I'm using, the one, I give my money to God. God go to do shopping for me. And when he's shopping, he shops things I will not even buy. Live your life like that. Be a seed sower. Many people have eaten their future because they ate their seed. Another scripture. Genesis 8.22 As long as the earth remained, seed time and harvest. You must always be a seed planter. When they started this haircut, middle cut, upper cut, I said to the Lord, me distance, it doesn't affect me. Because if you put a seed on the floor, it doesn't know who is the finance minister of Ghana. No. The tomato seed at your backyard, does it know finance minister's name? Will it, will it grow or not? This is where Christians are making the biggest mistake. Oh, things are hard. We can't sow. Oh, things are hard. Listen, a seed does not know economic hardship. Plant it and you see results. So during the haircut, I gave the biggest tithe of my lifetime. And I never experienced haircut. I was enjoying overflow. Clap your hands for the Lord.
Let's close with this last scripture. Proverbs eleven twenty four. <laughs> that one you can put it in whatever angle. He said, "Deliberate soul. There is that scattered and yet increase. Look at it. So if you are complaining, Ghana is hard. Things are hard. Hey, hey, hey! You are using the wrong key. They keep on when things become tough. That's when you scatter more." There is that scattered and yet increase. And there is that we hold more than it is by tender to poverty. Put it in New King James. There is a Bible version called TP, 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 Passion Translation. It said, generosity produces prosperity. So when things are tough, don't look at the situation. Don't look at happenstance and circumstance. Keep on sowing. For the seed shall be very prosperous. I see you that before this conference is over, some supernatural deposit will hit your bank account. Some supernatural deposit will hit your Momo account. Nobody's Momo here will ever run dry. Every day there will be a deposit, a deposit, a deposit, a deposit. Give the Lord a shout of praise. And stand on your feet. Tomorrow, I'm going to move into covenant pathways. The capital secret of sea sowing. Yes. And then, I will tell you my second vision. Where an angel gave me oil. The angel says his name is called Prosperity Angel. Hey, that was the angel. So, say, different so far. Give me a little bottle of oil. Tomorrow, we are anointing your palm, the right one. When you are coming, Whatever you are believing God for, write it. Write it. And pray to God for him to give you direction as to what to do. It's going to be a wonderful night. Lift up your hands and thank the, thank the Lord. His words empower us. You are leaving this room as a seesaw. Scattering your seed everywhere. Scattering your seed everywhere. Scattering your seed everywhere. And tomorrow evening I'm going to share with you some amazing testimonies. Ay, 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 ay. Somebody is here, you are fighting over a property. Listen to me, in seven days' time, that property will be released for you. In seven days' time, it's a property in Italy gone here. Seven days. Come from today. One, two, three, four, five, seven, eight. It is released. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. Thank him. I don't know what you heard, but all that I know is that God is going to empower us. Divine ideas are going to flow. Divine direction will flow. Ah, divine favor. Somebody will not even get home tonight. No favor is going to flow. Someone will suddenly call you and say, Baby, I just remembered I have to send you something. And I declare in the name of Jesus, I see supernatural contracts being released for business people in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you tonight. Bless us and increase us and bless us. In the name of Jesus.